What's going on, you guys? This is Sean. We're here with the Lo-Fi Tech Podcast, where we talk all things tech, career development, and life in general. Uh, today, I'm actually going to be reviewing the coding bootcamp that I went to. Um, the bootcamp that I went to is called Brain Station, and they're based in Toronto, Canada. Um, I originally actually didn't know that because uh, I thought I was joining a New York cohort because they had a New York campus but of course because of COVID everything was online at the time um, the, right off the bat the reason why I chose this boot camp um, pretty quickly was because of the fact that they had the soonest start date from the time that I wanted to leave my job uh, my old job in finance so uh, I had been doing a lot of research on a lot of different boot camps and you know, speaking with people from those boot camps, but BrainStation seemed to have, you know, the earliest start date. And I did speak with some of the students that I reached out to to ask questions. And um, yeah, it seemed good enough. Like, from what I know now, I realize that a lot of these boot camps just kind of teach the same material. Um, but what makes a boot camp good, I guess, is the, the quality of the instructor and the projects that they do in the curriculum um so yeah but right off the bat i'll go over some pros and cons uh quickly to give you kind of a general feel for my uh, overall experience before getting into all the details but the tldr version of everything would be the fact that overall it was a good experience for me and I definitely learned what I needed, like super baseline to land a full-time job. Um, but, you know, if, if someone asked me if I recommended it to somebody, um, then I'd, I'd kind of hesitantly say yes or, you know, tell them to really explore the self-taught route. Um, and we'll get, we'll get into the details here of why that is. Um, but the pros would be that BrainStation has a lot of scholarship opportunities. So, you know, when you're speaking with a recruiter from BrainStation or you're um, considering going to this, the program, then take a look online of what they have available. And um, if they, if you don't fit into any of the categories for scholarships, then Honestly, I would just ask and see what's available to, for you because um, there are you know, plenty available and um, I did get five grand off. The whole, the normal cost for the Cutting Bootcamp, the web development program was 15K, but I got five grand off um, for a veteran discount. So that's one pro. And then another would be teaching assistance. So in per cohort, there are around three or four teaching assistants, um, and they probably will be, they, they, they don't supplement for an instructor, but they do help out a lot in terms of your, um, I guess, development as a student, and they point you in the right direction, um, as well as do some of the code reviews. And, um, you know, obviously that could be it. I think I just lucked out because not all teaching assistants are 
the best, you know, but the one that was assigned to my group specifically was really cool, really awesome, helped out a lot and learned a lot from her. Um, another pro is that their basic structure and basic curriculum is pretty decent um, with some caveats that we'll get into, but um, I'd say, I would say overall, it's pretty decent, especially cause it's, it's revolved around JavaScript. Um, and then the post-graduation support is pretty good if you are proactive. So I think this goes for many other boot camps too. Um, cause I know all these boot camps have, you know, different types of career services. And I always hear stories of how they're pretty useless. Um, and honestly, I could see why they say that because BrainStation's career advancement program would would have been useless if I wasn't proactive about like doing something about it. So, um, yeah, that's the caveat there. Their diploma is accredited. Um, take that for what you will. It, it doesn't really matter in my opinion, um, but you know it is a accredited uh, program. And then. Another pro is uh, a kind of a pro that you can get from other bootcamps as well, but the general camaraderie and account accountability that I had between my um, cohort mates, just the, the fact that I had other people to work with was a pro for me. Um, and kind of the primary reason why I went to a bootcamp versus doing the self-taught. <clears throat> All right, let's go over some cons. So uh, in terms of cons, um, this one is pretty subjective and kind of just based on my experience. Um, and I'm sure it's changed, but the head instructor that I had honestly wasn't the best. Like I had pretty weak instructors and the only supplementation I had for that were my TAs plus meeting with my cohort mates afterward, after instruction and working with them to, you know, learn things together. Um, I think the instructor that I had doesn't actually work at BrainStation anymore, but um, I, I was like pretty shocked that he was even able to get a job there, to be honest. Like he's not a bad guy, it's just his, I don't think he was a good teacher. Um, and yeah, that, that was like my biggest con. Um, besides that, there were some lines of miscommunication during the program. So, you know, you do the program and you're supposed to have one final capstone project, one final big project at the end. And it was my entire cohort, we were told that the day where we were supposed to present it was, you know, a certain day. Um, I think it was like the 25th or something. And um, turns out they, our instructors were wrong the whole time. It was actually the 20th and it sucks because I couldn't attend because I had a different, um, previously uh you know i had plans before that i just absolutely couldn't miss um so sorry if you hear like weird noises in the background my cats are like fighting behind me and i'm trying to get them away but uh. okay <laughs> anyways um yeah so there were just some lines of miscommunication there and that kind of that was a you know, the people that couldn't attend, they pretty much got screwed over in that regard because, you know, we were given a specific date for the um, presentation. And this was an important presentation because we were presenting to 
potential employers. Uh, one of my TAs actually got her job through the presentation session. So I was looking forward to it. And I put a lot of work into my final project to, you know, hopefully get a job immediately after bootcamp. But um, they totally screwed us out of that. Um, and then another thing would be the fact that since it is a Canadian company, um, it's supposed to be 15 grand cost in Canadian dollars, CAD, but um, the people from the US paid 15 grand US dollars, which comes out to like 17 and a half uh, Canadian dollars, whatever. I, I mean, whatever the conversion rate is, but they don't really disclose that. So I paid 10 grand USD. Um, so really I got um, not a full five grand discount like they were, you know, pushing, but uh, you know, it, it is what it is. That, that's quite annoying how they don't disclose that. So if you're from the US, just be wary, you know, the, the 15 grand cost that you're paying um, is the same or is more than the 15 grand that the Canadians are paying. Uh, so just just keep that in mind. And like 90% of my class was Canadian. So you, I just felt really screwed over in that regard. Um, and then another thing is the metrics. So I think this goes for all bootcamps too. There's There are a lot of bootcamps that advertise, you know, certain rates um, of employment that, you know, their students get. Um, something crazy like, Oh, 80 plus percent of our graduates uh, get jobs within 90 days or something like that. And honestly, um, I th I don't know exactly how they're measuring that. I'm sure they're, they, they have to be excluding some people that drop out or aren't going to certain meetings or whatnot. But that mat metric has to be false from my cohort. And I know like the previous cohort as well. Like I no, for a fact, for my cohort, the metric of 80 plus percent, even 70 plus percent people of pe people getting jobs within 90 days was com like, completely false. And I know for sure that the previous cohorts um, metrics were weren't that accurate as well. So I, you would have to ask. I don't know how they're measuring their um, their metrics, their statistics for you know students getting jobs, but I I really think it's wrong. I might be wrong here with this, um, but I'm just you know spewing out what I'm seeing and what I've experienced. Um, and then in terms of the curriculum, I, I know I mentioned that it has a good base curriculum, but there are two things in the curriculum that I thought were super lacking. One, databases. So we got so little instruction on database. I like none of us knew any, none of us how to use any databases unless we learned it on our own. So for, for myself, the, well, the curriculum says they teach MySQL, but they don't, it, it's complete crap. Like they spend one hour on it in one day out of the three months. And that, and that is not even a joke. We literally spent one hour of the th three months that I attended the program and then two would be or i guess three things so two would be in react for some reason they don't teach a updated uh you know react uh they don't teach hooks um like use state or use effect or 
yeah, they, they just don't implement any hooks into the program, which is really weird because I use hooks every day at my job and pretty much every application that I sent in to different jobs while I was job searching required that I had knowledge on hooks. So I had to kind of just learn that on my own. Um, uh, and then the third con in the curriculum would be the fact that um, there just wasn't enough algorithm and data structure practice or instruction. Like we do basic whiteboarding stuff, but the whiteboarding that we do, um, it, it was challenging at times, but I felt like it just wasn't challenging enough to the point where someone would be ready to apply for a job and, and go through a technical interview. It just, it just wasn't there enough. Um, and also like in terms of the emphasis of pair programming um, and also I guess for um, testing. So we literally learned nothing about writing tests or conducting tests for our code. Um, and none of the code reviews that uh, are given are done with us or our projects um, revolve, uh, involve any tests, which I think is super weak. Like I, I remember um, in my second week at my my first full-time dev job, they uh, talked about tests and I was like, uh, what are tests or how do you you know run tests because or write tests because like yes, I've heard of testing. Um, I've looked into it like minimally when I was going into my job, but I never had done like super thorough testing before. So I think that was a, I think that was a pretty big weakness. Um, but yeah, anyways, let's, I think the way I want to do this review is kind of just go over the curriculum, um, go through the, the different weeks and talk about, you know, what I found to be valuable um, or not valuable and just kind of give you a basic layout of the entire program so that if you are one of those people considering going to BrainStation, um, you can kind of make a better decision for yourself. Um, Again, overall, for me, my I had a good experience. Um, and at the end of the day too, uh, I think regardless of what bootcamp you go to, um, at the end of the day, it's just gonna be about what you're gonna get out, what you put into it. So you could go to like the best bootcamp in the United States or the world and um, you could still struggle or, you know, have a bad experience if you don't put in the work. So, um, I, I, I'd like to just remind you or uh, encourage you to understand that regardless of what instruction or teaching that you do, even if it's self-taught, you're only going to get out what you put into it. Um, so just keep that in mind as I speak of everything here. Um, okay, so let's go through the curriculum. Um, as a precursor, the curriculum is based around JavaScript. So it is a quote-unquote full-stack, um, uh, full-stack, you know, coding, full-stack learning, full-stack development, but everything is revolved around JavaScript. So in the front end, you're going to learn JavaScript, React, and uh, back end, you're going to learn Node and Express, and that's all with JavaScript. So um, my suggestion to anyone looking to go to a bootcamp is, you know, be strong in like JavaScript fundamentals, because I think if you are strong in JavaScript fundamentals you'll be able to really focus in on other 
uh, frameworks or technologies that are super important for when you get a job. Um, so yeah. So the curriculum is split into 12 different sections to represent the 12 different weeks of the bootcamp. And um, the first four weeks um, are just going over basic foundations uh, before you get into React. So really the meat of the curriculum is React um, and how to utilize React for both. Um, and then, you know, working with a Node backend or a React application. Um, but the first four weeks you go over the foundation. So, you know, like weeks one and two, you're going to go into H like basic HTML, CSS, and then you're going to learn, um, SAS or SCSS for, you know, quote unquote advanced CSS. We don't really use any libraries for styling or libraries for CSS. It's all, um, yeah, right. Except for SAS, I guess, but, um, that's pretty much vanilla. So, you know, HTML, CSS, and then you get into responsive design. And that week is pretty important. That's week three, um, responsive design, because, uh, you're going to apply, you know, the principles you learn in responsive design for mobile tablet and desktop throughout the entire program and throughout pretty much your entire career. And then week four is when, um, you get really into JavaScript. Um, and I think you, you do start JavaScript week three, but it's not as intense as week four. So week four is where you go over, uh, deeper into JavaScript, um, like data structures, control flow, loops, functions, forms, um, higher order functions and async, um, await, um, and you go over all of that. And the thing is with the, in the program, each week you'll have a project due at the end of the week, Sunday. So you, well, every Sunday you have a project due by midnight Eastern time. Um, so, uh, it's, it's a lot of project-based learning, which, which I think is a good thing. Um, because pretty much during, throughout the week, like every day you'll have a lecture and you'll have different exercises and group exercises and pretty much everything you're learning throughout the week will uh, accumulate to the knowledge you'll need to finish the project by the end of the week. So every week you, you just got to stay on top of your shit because um, you're going to have a project due with all the material that you've learned for the week or all the material that was covered for the week. So it moves at a pretty quick pace. Um, be prepared for that. I'm sure it's like this in many other boot camps too, but, um, you know, at the first couple weeks were okay. Cause I, you know, they were basic like HTML, CSS projects, um, you know, creating, you know, super basic websites. And then you get into uh, making a website responsive for mobile, um, tablet and desktop, and then you start implementing JavaScript and then you, you go over, um, by week five, by the end of week five, you're implementing, uh, advanced JavaScript into your project. Um, you know, such as like web APIs, um, or, you know, utilizing a web APIs promises, this, um, objects and constructors and, uh, classes. So, um, yeah, by the end of week five, you'll have learned, um, you'll quote unquote be an expert on vanilla JavaScript. Of course, you know, 
you really have to put in time, you know, outside of the instruction time, outside of the bootcamp time to become better, more proficient and, you know, truly an expert. But um, yeah, by the end of week five, you'll have gone over HTML, CSS, you know, and vanilla JavaScript from basic to um, advanced principles. Um, and by the end of week five, so week five, you actually do a mini hackathon. Uh, you just have 24 hours, not even 24 hours. You, you, you get grouped with one other or paired with one other person and you, you know, get together to create just anything you want with, uh, whatever you've learned so far. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was pretty fun just cause like it was the first time, time pressured, um, autonomous little project that you were able to do with, uh, uh, with a friend of yours. So yeah, I remember my buddy and I that got paired up, we, um, created a soundboard, like a super basic soundboard and did some basic styling on there. It was, it was just a fun little hacky project. Um, but week six is, I would say week six and seven, I would say are the most important, um, because well, for me, it was the most important because it was the most relevant thing for me to get my job. And uh, week six is where we start learning React. And it's, Re so React is huge, right? There's a lot to React. It's impossible to cover literally everything in React. Um, and as I mentioned before, they didn't include any instruction on the hooks, which was kind of frustrating because I, I even knew hooks were important before I started the bootcamp. Um, so I was surprised that we didn't learn about them. Um, but with the time available, they, in, in terms of React, they go over, I, th I think they go over enough for the basics to, you know, be able to create your own application. Um, and of course they have a project tied to it so that you actually do, um, do the work and understand it and understand React. So week six, you get introduced to it. Um, you learn about JSX, JavaScript, XML. Um, you learn about props, uh, state, state management, um, event handling, uh, best quote unquote, best practice and, um, just modern features of JavaScript that can be utilized in react client side routing. Um, and yeah. And then week seven, you go a little deeper into React and um, learn about how to, how to create a proper single page application. Um, and then you learn about, you know, RESTful APIs, um, forms and refs, and most importantly, component lifecycle methods. So component lifecycle methods are extremely complex. Obviously they could be handled differently with hooks, but um, they do teach like the, the vanilla original way of handling lifecycle methods. And I think, I think that's a good idea. I just wish that they did include hooks as well. Um, it would have helped out, you know, with state management too. But um, yeah, by the end of week seven, you will have gotten, you know, the basics down with React or just you've, you should have learned enough about React to, you know, create your own application. And then week eight, um, okay, so this is my opinion and my opinion alone. 
um, from week eight and on was when the instruction, I, I guess actually no, week seven and on was when the instruction really started to crumble um, and the quality of the teaching just wasn't there. Um, and again, this, this mostly has to do with my instructor uh, and you know, he's no longer working there anymore. Um, but, uh, you know, I can't speak for the other instructors that are there. They might teach it better. They probably do, but this is just from my experience from week seven, from, you know, in react where we started learning about component life cycles and whatnot. Um, that's where like the instruction really just started going downhill. Um, I had to put a ton of hours outside of the bootcamp time, um, which is already, you know, a full day, eight hours. Um, I had to put an additional like three or four hours every single day to make sure that I could just keep up with the curriculum and keep up with whatever we were learning so that I could, you know, do the projects properly. Um, and the, the same, the, like my other cohort mates felt the same. We all thought the same. We all were kind of complaining on our own um, amongst each other. And uh, yeah, just again, take everything I have to say about that with a grain of salt, but because um, it was just my experience. But yeah, that's that's just what happened. So week eight, we learn, we get into like backend development um, and we get into Node.js. So, you know, we use Node.js at its very basic level um, with the Express framework for Node. Um, and it was simple enough to understand because we uh, were doing and utilizing JavaScript every day. Um, but the, our use of Node, I think was pretty basic. You know, I've since done my own projects and own things with Node um, that I never knew existed before. So um, yeah, like we just get the super basics of Node. Um, it's just it's just good enough. Um, and then of course uh, with Node, we are using Express and um, learning how to make an Express server and you know and make a React client side. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for week eight. Uh, we do some, you know, GitFlow best practice as well as um, some paired programming. And the reason why they introduce, you know, GitFlow, you know, best practice is because uh, soon after week eight was when you know we started working a lot more with um, other, you know developers, other people in the cohort. And um, that led up to, you know, our kind of big project, our uh, group project where myself and three other developers got together to create a pretty large application. Or it, it was a single page application, but it had a lot of, a ton of functionality that, you know, honestly, that was a pretty good project. Uh, I was pretty proud of that and proud that we were able to work together and, um, it was it was kind of our first experience uh, dealing with merging, and I'm sure if you're a dev, I'm sure you know already. Uh, you know, it's it's just a pain in the butt when you're working with multiple people with one code base, and um, yeah, it was just it was just a lot. Uh, but uh, week nine, you know, we learn about uh, agile methodology, 
uh, we do that one stupid hour of MySQL that we literally learn nothing from. Um, we learn about you know best practice of working with different groups. Um, and um, another thing that we go over in week nine, um, something that I wish we spent a little more time on, uh, something that's super important was uh, CRUD operations. Um, so a CRUD application or being able to create a CRUD application is super important, especially when, um, especially when looking for a job. Um, a lot of employers are looking for that as a kind of a baseline standard of knowing how to build a, um, knowing how to build an application. So, you know, we did spend one, I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was just one day on it, to be honest. Um, but I, I really feel like we should have spent a lot more time on it. Um, so when it, what I mean by CRUD op operations, it's to create, read, update, and delete. So it's an application where you can do all three. And the reason is, Pretty much every single, the reason why I say that is because every single job that I applied to, um, they were all looking for something that I've done or something that I've worked on before that had, um, you know, CRUD operations in it. And, you know, thankfully I, I did create a couple applications um, that had them. So I was, I was clear there. But um, since the backend instruction was just pretty weak and the development of your own API and stuff, that instruction was pretty weak. The CRUD operations instruction, you know, hand to hand, just, it, it just wasn't that good. Um, so there's that. Um, and then, okay, so that leads me to week 10. Um, so at this point, uh, to reiterate, we've done the basics of HTML, CSS, vanilla JavaScript, advanced JavaScript. We've now learned React um, and practiced with React, you know, with the different projects that we had. Um, and then now uh, we learn backend, um, some backend stuff, mainly Node and Express, and kind of got, um, you know, the basics down of how to, how to work with RESTful APIs. And week 10 is when you when you're assigned a group and work with other developers on that big group project. And um, there isn't that much instruction um, in that week. I mean, you do you do learn of um, authentication, authorization, um, OAuth, um, but it's the instruction's not super heavy that week. Um, week 10 is mostly about working with your group to uh, create this project together. And the way um, it's done is you'll be split off into a group of three or four, so I think sometimes five, I think one group had like five, and then you'll have one uh, teaching assistant assigned to you guys. And that teaching assistant will assign different tickets through Jira. Um, so they try to kind of emulate a real life production code scenario. Obviously it's not exactly that, but they emulate it and you guys work together, work on the different tickets, uh, determine how long each ticket would take, and then, um, you know, run a quote unquote week long sprint. And um, 
yeah, as I mentioned before, it was, it was a good experience because uh, it was the first time working with other devs to that level, and also uh, first time going through merging struggles and working with one another with one another to solve them. I remember one night we stayed up till like three three a.m. I think around there, three four a.m. Um, just trying to get this out and done and complete properly. Um, and yeah, it, it was a pain in the butt, but it was really fun. Um, and we created something super cool. And then that leads to, so we're getting closer to the end. That we said week 11. Um, and the instruction that week, okay. So I would say the instruction from week 10 and on was just pretty bad because I barely learned anything. Um, you go over basic DevOps, uh, um, deployment, how to deploy on Netlify and Heroku. Um, you, you. It says I'm looking at our curriculum right now. It says you go over testing, but to be honest, there's like there's nothing on testing. Um, even when I open up the the instruction, um, uh, I guess like manual that we had for for testing, there's literally like a just a few slides of testing and nothing really valuable there. Um, and then you go over, you know, what else, what other technologies exist, like other frameworks. And um, that's pretty much it. Like from then on, you're, it's up to you to um, work on your own to create your capstone project, which is the most important. And the cool thing about the capstone project is you could pretty much do whatever whatever you want and um uh to keep you kind of accountable and making sure that you're in the going in the right direction you have your teaching assistants meet with you um and they kind of give you a general idea of um where you should be at um, in terms of your capstone project so you have you know about two weeks to finish your capstone project and then uh you're supposed to present it so um, you know, I worked on my capstone project pretty hard. I created a application that was kind of relevant to the industry that I was um, doing before. And um, I was pretty stoked to present it, but uh, I don't know what happened in terms of the communication, but our instructors, our two instructors had a completely different date for the presentation date. And um, I couldn't make it and you know, it was the same for other people in my cohort. Some of them couldn't make that presentation, which is a huge bummer because a part of the appeal for attending Brave Station is the fact that they have this uh, presentation day where they have potential employers come listen in, watch, and see you demo your application, um, which I wasn't able to do and which I was super pissed about, honestly. Um, so yeah, um, but that, that pretty much covers it. Uh, after that, it's just, you know, your final week, they kind of just go over job search stuff, resume stuff. Um, and another thing too, like the resume and the resume stuff you go over in BrightStation, honestly, in my opinion, um, isn't really helpful unless you've never worked the job ever before in your life. Cause like. The, res the quality of the resume that they have you create um, isn't 
isn't really good. Um, I, I've, I, I've been on the other side before. Um, at my old firm, I was a senior vice president um, and I would be the one to review resumes and to conduct the interviews for the hiring. And if I came across a resume that a brain station student did just from the program itself, then I, I wouldn't, I probably would have passed to be honest with you. Uh, so just keep, just keep that in mind and make sure you get a lot of feedback from tons of people, different people outside of brain station before you submit a resume for a job application. Cause the one that brain station kind of formats for you is not, is not the way to go in my opinion. Um, Apart from that, you go over some development best practices. Honestly, that instruction was pretty useless. And then they go over how interviews are c conducted um, and basic uh, like hiring standards. So yeah, I don't know. They, they try to go over like the whole technical interview process, but uh, as I mentioned before, the algorithm practice or instruction and data, data structure instruction wasn't good with BrainStation. So um, the last week was kind of just a cool down of, uh, of all the prior weeks of just grinding out. Um, and yeah, that's basically the whole curriculum. And to kind of give you more of my opinion of, of, my, of my experience um, of, of BrainStation as a bootcamp, I think that BrainStation overall still, as of right now or since I've graduated, is a pretty decent bootcamp. It's, it, I think it, they're like the bare minimum or like just the standard level of what a bootcamp should be, to be honest. Um, I've had a ton of friends go to different type, different bootcamps, um, different companies. Um, and you know, it seems like each one of these boot camps have their pros and cons where one is stronger, the other is weak, where one is weaker, the other is stronger. So, uh, one thing that I realized though, was that the people that came out of these different boot camps, the ones that became successful, uh, were the ones that really put in the grind and really dedicated themselves to becoming better developers, better software engineers outside of just the program alone. And, and that was the advice that I got from a lot of my friends too, that attended these boot camps. Uh, they all told me that, you know, like the boot camp is a lot. You're going to spend a ton of time, um, learning a ton of information, but it's not enough. You're going to have to really put in that extra work, that extra grind to be able to get a job or, um, you know, to become a, a good developer. So, you know, when I look at reviews of different boot camps online and when I see disgruntled people, um, unless they were completely screwed over or uh, unless the bootcamp was completely dishonest to them. Um, I don't think they really have an excuse of their lack of success after a bootcamp because I really truly think it's dependent on the person to put in that hard, hard work 
um, super fast paced, ton of information. It's kind of impossible to retain everything properly. It's really up to the individual, the student, to put in enough hours to understand the the material, put in enough practice. It's, it's, a lot of it's revolving around practice. You have to continue to practice to become better. Um, and I've I've seen you know just these reviews kind of talking mad trash on a lot of the boot camps uh, just based upon the fact that uh, they couldn't succeed with whatever minimum work that they did. Um, I think a part of that has to do with the fact that a lot of these boot camps kind of oversell themselves and have really weird marketing tactics to pull people into their curriculum and get money. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it is just a business. That's that's what they do, and it's. I personally think the onus is on the student, you know, paying money to do their research, um, and understand that at a coding boot camp, regardless of what camp you attend or even if you're just a self-taught developer that does it learns things for free you have to understand that you're only going to get out what you put into it um, so if if it requires you you or an individual to put in 14 hours 12 to 14 hours a day to become successful then that's just what you have to do um, to meet a certain expectation um, yes you can go and go meet the bare minimum requirements to pass the, the course and uh, maybe get a super junior level job or um, have to go through a ton of additional, um, you know, learning to get a job. But I think if you go through the bootcamp with the mindset that you have to grind and you do put in the work um, and you have that tenacity, then I think you will become successful. I think just by looking at my cohort as well uh, we started off with 30 30 something people and by the end of it I think less than 20 of us were left over and of the less than 20 people that were left over the ones that got a job uh, within 90 days of graduation were the ones that like really put in the work and you could tell because we kept it we kept in touch with each other um the ones that really put in the work stayed up late uh, worked extra hard uh, improved their projects worked on new projects on their own were the ones that got a job after so i yeah i, I really take reviews um that i see online with a grain of salt. And, you know, I think you should do the same with my review of this, uh, of Brain Station as well. Um, but I think as my take on Brain Station and my take on coding boot camps in general is that it, the onus is on the student. It's really up to that student to put in the research themselves and understand that they have to put in a ton of work outside of the boot camp. Like the boot camp is not going to magically get you a high paying job like they advertise um again with the, the they have weird advertising tactics um don't fall for them 
do your own research, like read reviews, but take it with a grain of salt and understand that you're gonna have to put in the work. Um, and that's what will you know, make you successful. Um, but yeah, I, I don't regret going to BrainStation at all because I think I put in enough work to come out of it successfully. Um, and um, at the same time, I know that I have other people from my cohort who super regret going to BrainStation because they felt like the program just wasn't good enough. Um, my argument against that would be that they would they should have, you know, found some other way to supplement their the lack of good teaching at BrainStation. Um, understandably, they're pissed because they paid a lot of money to do it, but uh, it, BrainStation's curriculum still, I think, is good enough to become successful out of it. Just put in the work. Um, and I hope BrainStation vets their instructors better. Um, just, yeah, the, just because somebody is a good developer doesn't mean they could teach well. And yeah, they should just, I think if they get the instructor part down, I think they'll be just fine because honestly, a lot of the, the people at BrainStation, they're super awesome um they're really nice they actually care or seem like they care and they put in a ton of, of their own time to help you succeed um it's just a lot of them don't know which way to help you succeed and i think a big part of that is just from a lot those gaps could be filled from good instructors and i hope they do a good job to continue to bring in really good instructors for their students um but yeah, I don't, I don't regret it at all. Um, and if, if you're one of those people thinking about attending BrainStation or just attending other boot camps in general, feel free to hit me up. You can send me an email at mail at or you could hit me up on any social media platform, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever it may be. You could, um, you could contact me and I'd be glad, I'd be happy to talk about uh, my experience deeper. Um, I'd be happy, happy to answer any questions that you may have. Um, and yeah, that is pretty much it for this episode and this review. I, if, if you, if you're just continuing to listen now, then I really appreciate you, you for sticking around. Um, if you like these types of discussions, uh, where we go over tech, um, career development and just life in general, then I would encourage you to follow the podcast, uh, leave a rating, and uh, I will see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening.